Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fence. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Enjoy this Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Stacy and Company Show. Stacy Erickson channels messages from your higher self and other realms. Connect with your own unicorn and dragon. Step into this magical realm now. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I'm excited about today's show. It's going to be really, um, there's a lot of beings that wanted to step in and talk with you today so that you can learn about some cool stuff. So, um, 
Thank you again for joining me. I'm Stacey Erickson. Over the past few years, I've become an inspirational medium and animal intuitive, bringing connection to you and your higher self while delivering messages from the other realms, i.e. unicorns, <laughs> beautiful beings. Um, today's show is we're going to talk to um, the, your guides and transition loved ones and totem animals. There's some other spirit helpers that are with you every single day of your life. But um, today, those are the three that we're going to touch on because I feel like we have so much to uh, to cover. So once again, thank you for joining me. Um, I've been able to communicate with animals ever since I can remember. The animal I most communicated with and learned many other skills from was my pony, Pearl. Uh, she was an abused horse that my family acquired for me because I had a unique connection with her and she with me. I was nine years old when I got her and she taught me all about myself and how horses respond through emotions. I learned to recognize my own emotions and clear thought. She helped me understand the different ways to communicate through telepathy and entrainment. And I know every single show I talk to you all about this, but it's something that I really want to um to create for you, to help you sort of understand that you can do this. Telepathy is the mind-to-mind connection where you receive information about likes and dislikes as well as other thoughts. Everything in the world, the natural world, um, other realms, and on the other side, everything is um, uses telepathy to communicate. Entrainment is the heart-to-heart connection where you receive information on a deeper level. You can tap into future events, past lives, other realms, as well as other things personal to you and to them. So entrainment is a really cool thing, especially with what we're going to talk about today. Everything that we're talking about today is on the other side. So entrainment is more of the communication that you'll use to communicate with these beings that are on the other side and them with you as well. And it all just depends on how you are receiving information. And that's pretty much what you have to learn over time so that you can figure out, you know, if the, if the uh, information is right for you and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, I wanted to talk with you today about spirits. So spirits that we're talking to, I'm looking here real quick, you guys, because I'm not very good at keeping my notes organized. So um, spirit is another word for breath. So breathing. So these spirits actually do breathe information into you. It's really interesting. I was learning this when I was doing some research for you all for this show today. And it was a lot of fun to, uh, to talk to these beings. So the first beings that we're going to talk to talk about today, and hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining me. <laughs> Looking at all y'all on the side there. Um, so our angels. And angels come to us in many different ways. They show themselves to us in like, oh, several, several, several different ways. Hi, Marsha. Glad you're here. Um, so they, they show themselves to us in, um, as well as all these other beings, they show themselves to us in, in all different ways as far as, uh, you know, feathers, coins, numbers, rainbows, feelings of tingling, all of that kind of stuff come from, um, you know, these beings that are around you, surrounding you at all times. It's important to know that you are never alone, even in the shower, (laughs) 
everything is around you all the time. So um, it's kind of a little daunting at times, you know, to think of that. But it is a lot of fun to know that you are absolutely never alone. There are beings around me right now that are here to help support me in bringing this information forward to you. And um, that's what we have in the world are all these beings that help us become and do what it is that we are here to be uh, and achieve. It's really, really fun. So once again, we're going to get back to angels. So angels are here with you all the time. Now, there are a few angels that are with you, that are with you a lot. And those are um, the archangels. And the archangels come in colors, just like we talked about before, you know, all colors. This is something that I really want to express to you. The last show was on colors for this very reason, is that these beings show up in all these different colors. And once you can start recognizing these colors, then uh, you can really receive some wonderful information from these uh, beings. So angels are all about light. That's what they are. They're light beings. So you don't necessarily see, you know, like a person with feathers and wings and that type of stuff. You don't see that unless you do in your own mind's eye. But most of the time they come to you as light and their colors are based on the seven light rays, which is the color of the rainbow. So just seeing colors is really interesting for you. So the blue color is for power, protection, strength, and courage, and faith. And then you have the pink color, if you see pink around you, like a pink light, and you feel that it's an angel that's present, um, that's for love and peace. And then yellow is helping you decide on something, you know, wisdom for your decisions. Like if you are trying to make a job decision, you know, should I take this job or not? These beings are there to help you with your decisions as well. And this is one uh, color that will show up to let you know that that angel is present and helping you. They're the yellow angels. The white is purity and harmony of holiness. So purity for white in the unicorn world or the unicorn realm means that there's no room for any um, negativity whatsoever. So it's really a cool color to have. Red, which I've never seen a red, you know, red with the angels before, but I thought this was so cool. So red, they are offering wise service. So once again, you can have an idea or a plan, and then they're helping you with that idea or plan to bring it forward into, um, you know, into fruition. Then you have, let's see, they may be offering wisdom. So then you have the green angels, which are healing and prosperity. So whenever you're doing healings on people, you can call in the green angels to help you with this uh, healing for anything in the world. And then purple is for mercy or transformation. So when you are uh, animal is, you know, crossing over or anybody that you know is crossing over, you can ask the purple angels to step in and have them help them um, with their transformation. So um, another way that angels come to us is through feathers. I know feathers are so cool. I just love them. I find them a lot, actually, and it's just wonderful, you know, and they're always in a place that is, uh, you know, just out of the ordinary. I mean, how can a feather be, like I said to you once before, I was swimming in the ocean and I turned around and there's a feather floating right next to me. It's a white feather right on top. And it was just so beautiful and so wonderful to see this happening and to recognize that the angels were with me at that moment in time because I was 
so grateful for being in the water and I'm experiencing, you know, the blue sky and the weather and just, you know, just for being where I'm, where I am. Uh, Aspects of appreciation will help you a ton with uh, just creating a better life for yourself and a better feel and your joy and your heart and all of that. So um, feathers are awesome for this. So what it means is feathers, you are on the right path. Your life is sacred. And they symbolize peace, joy, uplifting, lightness, to let go and travel light. So like if you're, you know, bringing along all of the stuff that you've done before that were undesirable things, you want to just let those things go and, you know, travel light. And that's what the feathers help you remember. And then also to stay above it all, to not get um, into like the midst of all of the nastiness or anything negative or anything that's undesirable for you or not good for your um, soul. Then angels also come to us with coins and pennies and coins and pennies are always fun to find. You know, a lot of people say that when they find a penny, they think it's from their uh, loved one from the other side. And sometimes that does happen too. They leave you a penny to let them know that they're there. But um, in this case, we're going to talk about angels and the angels say to keep going. Everything will be fine. That's what the pennies and the coins mean whenever you find them. And they're usually really, really shiny. Just so you know, if it's left by an angel, then the, my favorite thing in the whole wide world is numbers. Now this is fun because a lot of people say, you know, they keep on seeing 11, 11 or 10, 10 or two, 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 or anything that has repetitive numbers. Now, repetitive numbers do mean that they're trying to send you a message or that they that there is something there for you to notice or recognize. And you can find the answers when you look it up on our little phones, which I absolutely love that we can do this nowadays, you know, our little encyclopedias right away. You can get the information by looking up spirit numbers and spirit numbers are um, so interesting. Not everything that comes with the spirit number might be um you know, something that is relative to you or where you are at this moment in time. But if you look at a clock and you see 1010, it's really interesting to learn about what these numbers can mean for you. And um, sometimes it's really profound and powerful. I know when I was in Ohio, I kept seeing um, the numbers. Uh, let's see what numbers did I see? I kept seeing repetitive numbers like, you know, like 222 or 888 or all of these different numbers. And every single time I got, you know, really happy in my heart because I was like, oh, my gosh, they're thinking of me. And thank you. It meant that I was on the right path, doing the right thing and following the right um my right ideals, ideas, and living within myself. And so it was really, really cool to see these numbers to help confirm what it was that, or affirm what's going on in my life. And it was just fabulous. Made me feel very, very good. Once again, you can also see other repetitive numbers. We've talked about this in past shows as well. Like say you see the number 59 and you see it like three times, then you want to go ahead and look up that number as well. That's another thing. Your angels are sending you a very specific message by showing you specific numbers. And um, it's really, really fun to see what those numbers mean. I've done it several times in the past and it's just been, like I said, it's been wonderful and um, revolutionary for my life. (laughs) So then the other thing is, is rainbows. Now rainbows are amazing. I mean, every time, I don't know about you all, but when I see a rainbow, I always smile and get so excited and always wonder if there really is that little pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, which I think there are, by the way, because, you know, there is such things as leprechauns. So rainbows without rain 
means an angel is present. So they're there. They're with you. They're telling you that, you know, we exist and we love you. And then um, the other way for them to show themselves to you is by feelings of tingling. So you can get like a little tingle down your back, you know, down your spine, or you can feel like a little brush up against your skin, you know, like where you're just being touched. Um, That means that high vibration beings are contacting you. When this does happen, what you want to try to do, if you can, in the moment, is sit quietly or just stop for a second and just ask, you know, is there a message there for me? And uh, a lot of times you'll receive something. And even if it's not, you know, words in your head or uh, a song or anything like that, you might smell something, which is what I'm getting to next. You might smell flowers. And flowers, angels absolutely love. They love the scent of flowers. And so um, that means that an angel is near. Then there's flashes of light, which is what we talked about, you know, seeing sparkles, being beings of light are near when you see sparkles in your eyes. Like even if you close your eyes for just a moment, sometimes you'll see like a little flash of a color. Or if you look to the uh, right or to the left, sometimes you'll see a flash of the color off to the right or left of either side, like in your peripheral vision. All of this is helping you recognize that these beings of light literally are near and that they're with you to help you through anything and everything that you have. So we're going to move on to the um, archangels. There's quite a few here that I have read about recently. Now, there's a lot more angels, just so you know. I mean, a ton. When I was at my house, I was learning about angels. And uh, they were coming to me, actually. It was really, really interesting. I had so much fun. I had a dream. (laughs) I went to heaven and visited them there. It was really neat. But, um, but anyway, while I was in bed, I was laying there and I asked for protection. So you can ask these angels to like, you know, surround your bed so that you can get a really great night's sleep. Those angels that I saw in my mind's eye were really tall and skinny so that they could fit around my bed. But I love them so much. And it had such a great feeling of just sheer love, you know, just absolute and utter, you know, beautiful, beautiful love and light. And I felt very comfortable and I was able to fall asleep easily. The other thing that I had too, and this is something I wanted to make sure I shared with you because in this day and age, we're all going through a lot of stresses, lots of stresses and lots of uh, changes and shifts and, you know, on assuredness and just, you know, these things that are very uncomfortable. And so at night when this happens, what I do, if I'm to the point where I really am just, I can't sleep at all, I will ask for an angel to cover me with their wing. Now, I know I told you that you really don't see their wings and it's mostly just light. But if you use your imagination, you can actually feel that comfortable wing just fold right up over you like a big, huge blanket And then, oh my gosh, it's amazing sleep. I mean, I sleep the best whenever I ask for an angel's wing. So it's just something, you know, to try to help you guys find something for you to find comfort and to recognize that these angels are here for you to help you through this life that we're going through at this moment in time, as well as the future. Uh, Let's see. I see repetitive groups of stars at night. Oh yeah, definitely. That's cool, Belinda. Very, very cool. All right. So the first angel, which everybody knows about, is Archangel Michael. He is blue, and he is leader of all holy angels. He oversees the blue angels. Pink is Archangel. Now, excuse me, because I'm not very good at saying, you know, these names, but Chamil or Chamuel. 
uh, angel of peaceful rebel resolutions. So pink is, you know, if you have uh, something that is undesirable that you want to go deal with something that, you know, you just don't feel very, uh, very cool with, then ask for Archangel um, Chamil to come to you because that is the angel of peaceful resolutions. And then imagine his pink light or her pink light. They don't really have, um, you know, I know Michael seems like he's a he, but he can also be a she. So they, they don't really have, you know, where they're a boy or a girl. They could be either. Um, yellow is Jophiel, Jophiel. And they are in charge of, he's in charge of the yellow angels when beautiful thoughts. So anytime you want to bring beautiful thoughts into your mind, ask for that angel to come to you. And the color is yellow. Red is Uriel, which actually I know how to say that one. Um, the angel of wisdom oversees the red angels. So the red angels are about wisdom. So you can bring in wisdom to make decisions. You can bring in wisdom for, you know, basically anything at all. It's wonderful, wonderful. Uh, the green is Raphael, angel of healing takes care of the green angels. So whenever you're asking for your own healing or you're healing others, Green Angel Raphael is a great color to bring in to help you with this process. Purple is um, Zadkiel, and that is Angel of Mercy. He takes care of the purple angels, and those are there, once again, for, you know, transformation and things like that. Um, so you can learn these colors to help you receive these info, this information that these angels are actually bringing to you so that you can use it for, you know, your, your everyday life uh, issues, problems or health and, you know, joy, whatever it is that you want to bring into your life. You can ask an angel to be there for you. They're amazing. Truly, truly amazing. So I do want to tell you they did leave a message, and um, this is really fun. Like, I found this to be really cool, and, uh, you know, if you don't get it now, you guys can go back and you can listen to this again because this is really, really neat. So the first thing is, the angel said, is to find purpose, which is to clarify what you want and align your actions with the desired results. Live with vision, intention, and determination. Then from there, you can learn trust and that trust is about moving from a place of knowing within you rather than as a result of adaptation to outer experience. Let go of your assumptions and need to control life's creative process. And then from there, you get to celebrate. So once you, you know, achieve these different things, you celebrate and celebration Take time to recognize and savor what is important to you and honor it with festivities. Rejoice, have fun, and enjoy the party. So this was a message from the angels that they wanted me to pass on to you today. And um, thank you so much for, for the angels to visit us. And um, we're going to move on. <laughs> All right. So the next beings that we're going to talk about are your uh, transition loved ones. Now, they are always around us. And as you know, I'm sure if you've seen psychics or mediums, mediums can see these beings around you, you know, whether it be your grandmother or, um, you know, a grandson that had transitioned early, whatever it is that they're there, that you're coming through and they want you to know that they are always with you. Always. Hey, Dee, Dee thanks for joining me. So, um, 
So what I wanted to talk about was it's really interesting because they come to us in all these different ways. So first of all, you know, like I said, you can go see somebody who is a medium that can tell you that they're there and give you the messages that they have. They also come to you by um, doing things around you. So now some people think that they're ghosts, but they're really not. They have transitioned. It's just so interesting because they uh, they want to give you a message or let you know that they're there in some way. So I have a story to tell you, and this is really kind of a fun thing. Um, gosh, I know this is going to be a really short show because for what I have to say, because I have a lot of information to share with you. So anyway, I want to tell you this story because it's really important that you get how they can you know, the beings from the other side, once they've transitioned, how they step in and they really want to be recognized and to um, bring messages in some way. So I'm living at my house in uh, Mayaka City and I live on a farm, 10 acre farm, and I'm walking out of the house and I shut the back door. And so I walk to the barn Now the barn's, uh, I don't know, maybe 250 feet away from the house. Right. So it's pretty far away. And I turn around and the door is open. And I was like, man, I know I shut the door. So I thought, well, maybe the latch isn't working and all that kind of stuff. So I go back up to the house and I do it again. I shut the door. And this time, you know, I kind of, you know, move the move it around to make sure that it is absolutely shut. And um, it's really interesting. Oh, Belinda, I'm sorry to hear that, but that's a wonderful date, believe it or not. It's a beautiful day to celebrate. Um, so anyway, so I, I pull on the door to make sure it's shut. And... I turn around and I walk back out to the barn. Well, it took her a little while, but she didn't get the door open until I got to the barn because I kept checking behind me thinking, hmm, I wonder if I shut that tight enough. And uh, I get to the barn, turn around, doors wide open again. So I was like, all right, somebody's here. But at the time, I wasn't doing the work that I'm doing right now. So I didn't have the idea to ask myself. So I have a friend that she doesn't live here anymore. In fact, she lived in Tennessee. I'm not sure. And I asked her, I said, is there any way that you can come by and let me know who is here? Well, in the meantime, you know, for the next few days, because she wasn't able to come until, you know, like three or four days later, I think. In the meantime, I walk into the house, the TV is on, you know, doors are opening and closing. I have all of this stuff happening, like a broom fell behind me, believe it or not, fell behind me. I know that sounds, you know, just like <laughs> for Halloween, but um, all of this stuff kept happening. And I was like, what the world is going on here? You know, obviously there is something or someone present. Well, it turns out that my former husband's, um, I'm divorced, yes, uh, my former husband's grandmother had transitioned. And she had helped us buy this property and she loved the property so much along with me and my former husband. And um, so anyway, so she wanted to give him a message from the other side. She has something to say to him. So it was like so interesting. So when my friend got there, she said, hey, there's a lady here and she has like um, like a Marge Simpson bun on the top of her head. Her head, her hair is like wound up on top of her head like a beehive and it's all black. And she's dressed like where she is, is it's very, very cold. So instantly I knew it was his grandmother because A, I loved her and she's a beautiful little thing and she's tiny. And um, she was from England and she was from... Uh, Oh, gosh, I can't think. Southampton, Southampton, England. And so I guess it gets really cold there, you guys. So she was uh, she was there. And so we had to have a meeting. 
<laughs> with her, my husband, and my friend. And um, anyway, that all got resolved. And so after that meeting, never heard from her again, except for I would see, oh, I forgot to tell you about this. It was so interesting. I would still see her throughout the house, like an imprint of her. And I couldn't believe this because it was so perfect. An imprint in these curtains that I had because they were uh, satin curtains. And so... Um, Anyway, her face was imprinted in it, and it was like a sculpture. So these are ways that they come to you, but it's not to scare you. It's just to help you recognize that they are there, they're around, and they might have a message, or that they're just supporting you throughout the process of being where you are. And that's what's, uh, that's why she was there. She was there to help support what he and I were going through together at that moment in time, which was right before we got divorced. And so it was really interesting how she stepped in to try to help with that process. It was really, really, really neat. Yeah, I know. It's so cool, right, Crystal? Thank you for that. So, um, so. These beings, you know, that are on the other side, that are our true friends, by the way, they are absolutely our friends. They want the best for us, just like we wanted the best for them while they were here on Earth. And so they are always, always with us. And all you have to do is ask or notice or wonder about them and poof, they show up. It's insane. It's wonderful. And I love it. But it's the truth. And nowadays with the earth, you know, like we were talking about how all these layers of earth are being removed, you know, and all of these realms are coming up and being um, more active. The veil is a lot thinner. So now you can definitely communicate with the ones on the other side and have a great time with it. Oh, my gosh, it's so much fun. You can ask them for a sign. You know, it's almost like a seance in the olden days where you sit around and you're like, show us, you know, you're here. That type of thing. You don't have to do that. But my point is, is it's kind of fun, though, because they do show up. They do help you. They might you know, you might get a whiff of their perfume or you might uh, see something that they absolutely love. Like you might see a flower in the garden that that's their favorite flower and it just reminds you of them. All of these different things to help guide you and let you know that they are still there. They're still around and they still absolutely love you and want the best for you. And um, it's just so much fun to know that they are there. There's one other story I want to tell you that's so interesting and uh, back when I was teaching lessons and all that kind of stuff, like I said, I didn't really acknowledge what I had as this gift. I just sort of lived with it. And it wasn't like I shunned it because I didn't shun it. I actually gave messages through conversations and things like that to my students or I talked to um, people and just, you know, just said whatever came to my mind. And um, a lot of it, they were like, hmm, that was cool. And some of them, it just sort of passed through. And, you know, so it was like it was really good communication. But I had one of my students and her grandmother. I absolutely loved her. She was a conservationist and she um, she was one that I, I know that she helped the bluebird population here in Florida. And so she put up all these little bluebird boxes all over her property and they lived right behind me. Once again, I was in Mayaca City and um, just beautiful, beautiful family. And so she helped you know, preserve these animals and all of this stuff. And she had a granddaughter who rode with me. And when she transitions, the granddaughter had this, the grandmother had changed into the granddaughter's um, guide. 
And so this is what we're talking about now is that you have these guides that are on the other side to help you. You have a doctor guide, you have a joyful guide, you have a um, protector guide, you have all these different guides. You guys can research this on your own. It's really interesting, you know, and some guides come and go, like say your doctor guide is there for you at a certain time, but say you need like an expert doctor or some other type of doctor guide who comes in and helps you with the issue and problem that you have. And then they leave and then you go back to your original one, or maybe that one stays because now you need that that doctor guide instead. This is how I understand it to be, just so you know. So, um, so when these beings or when our you know loved ones transition to the other side, they are able to become guides. So this grandmother became a guide for her granddaughter. Now, I'm really interested in this, and I don't know if anybody out there can help me with this, but it's really, really cool to learn about. But grandmothers have really been coming in quite, quite strongly. And my own grandmother actually became one of my guides. Now, I have to tell you, I didn't know her, like hardly at all. She was alive when I was little, but that was it. And um, hardly had any contact with her at all, but I did have a lot in common with her. However, I still to this day do not know, you know, her as well as you would think for her to be my guide. But apparently on the other side, we are best friends and we love each other very much. And so now she is and has become one of my guides. So it's really interesting how um, these beings do step in and help us once again, even if it's later on in life after they've accomplished what they came here to do. And I guess it's a real privilege to become a guide on the other side. So that's something you get to look forward to if it's something that you want to do when you do transition to the other side. You can become a grandmother uh, guide or whatever it is. That's very interesting. So Crystal says, my grandmother is one of my guides and came in recently as well. I know it's so interesting and I just love it that they're there. You know, they go to that crone state and I actually have crones written down somewhere and we do need to talk about all of this in the future and we will. We'll get into more information as we go along. But I do want to make sure that I can touch base with you on everything, you know, somewhat in small degrees. And then we'll go ahead and uh, delve into it deeper as time moves forward. So that's our guides. And um, once again, they're wonderful. The joyful guides, just so you know, what I learned about when I uh, was introduced to my joyful guide, I actually took a class on guides just so I could get some kind of information because I wasn't really, um, I didn't really know anything about guides or what they were. And uh, it was really interesting to, uh, to learn in this class. And what she did was she did a meditation to help us learn to tap into our guides. And once again, you come from your heart chakra or your heart, you know, that we talked about entrainment, that heart to heart connection with your guides and you ask them to show themselves. And once again, I'm very, um, I can see. So I love it. It's a wonderful gift for me. I can see and I can hear. So it's a beautiful thing. And um, anyway, my guides showed up. There were two that showed up and the first one was a, uh, he was, or he, I shouldn't say was, he is, he is a uh, protector guide. And he is an Indian, a Native American Indian. And a lot of times they are Native American, I guess, or they could be a samurai. They could be all these different beings that, you know, are really important in history. But anyway, it turns out that this one I was married to in a past life. And we lived in Arizona and it was during the times of scalping. Wonderful, right? 
But anyway, that's what he did. And it uh, turns out he was famous and, showed, you know, told me his name and all this other kind of stuff. And I had a vision of my own life with him when, you know, in the past. And so it was a lot of fun to learn about. So this is just something, you know, y'all can delve into and in time because it's, it's fun to learn about you and your soul, your soul's journey and your spirit's journey and all that kind of stuff with your past lives and all these other things that create the being that you are now, plus the beings that are all around you because they have been there with you. And, uh, and they bring forward, you know, really wonderful wisdom and information and help us through everything. Now, the joy guides are really interesting from what I understand. A lot of the joy guides uh, come from other realms. And um, mine is uh, a fairy. <laughs> it's like a little fairy. She's like, But she's tall. She's like three feet tall. You know, she wants to be known and seen. So it's really interesting. And she dances and is dressed in green. So it's very cool. And, um, you know, like uh, leaves and things, very natural world looking and uh, so cute. Ponytails. I don't know why ponytails. Maybe it's because I love horses. But anyway, so uh, really interesting and fun. Makes me laugh every time I see her uh, or think of her or she tickles my heart. You know, basically like we were talking about that little uh, tingle or tinge or whatever it is, you know, that helps us. And so uh, so it's really, really interesting. Oh, Christine says that Destiny of Souls by Michael Newton talks about this in his book. So there you go. There's some more information for you all. Uh, Very interesting. Destiny of Souls by Michael Newton. And um, you can receive more information there. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that, Christine. All right. So we're going to move on again into uh, more beings that are around you every single day of your life. And um, these beings are, of course, you know, very dear to me because they're animals. And I just love animals so much, which I'm sure you all know this, um, because this is who I am. And the whole reason why I basically, you know, started this show was to help people recognize, you know, all of the natural beings, which are the animals that we have in our lives as well as animals outside and other realms that are, you know, associated with them. And um, you can go to my website, which is raspberrylight.com, and see uh, if you want to get an animal reading or if you would like to have a unicorn reading, which, of course, are these other beings. Now, unicorns, you already know this through uh, seeing my past shows. Those are so dear to me. I just love them so much, and they are definitely part of you as well. So it's really, really fun to uh, get, get in a unicorn reading and to see what they have to tell you about yourself. The uh, reason why it is called Raspberry Light, and this is something I do want to you know bring up because it does pertain to these totem animals and just animals in general, is raspberry, the color raspberry pink, is the color of your heart chakra when you are in the state of unconditional love. So our animals that live with us and of course trees and everything else, you know, they have, they have their heart chakras, then they do have, you know, raspberry pink surrounding them as well as all beings, all realms, everything, you know, because they're all about the uh, unconditional love. So it says, let's see, Robin, Robin says, my grandmother is my granddaughter's guide. I was told by another guide that your loved ones that crossed over cannot be your guide. 
I took it with a grain of salt. I have always known my grandmother is her God. Thanks for clearing this up. Oh, yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? It's really interesting how people have their own ideas on things, but yet you, you can uh, delve into truth just by seeing. It's, it's really fun. I really believe that, yes, Sylvia Brown is amazing, too. Kimberly said that she learned from her mentor, Sylvia Brown. Sylvia Brown was Actually, Sylvia Brown was one of the first uh, people or books that I had uh, read about all this kind of stuff. I have a client that helped me with it, and she actually does past lives. And um, at the time, she was a client. Now she's my friend. And just beautiful, beautiful. And I'm so grateful for her being in my life because she actually did bring me uh, to the realization of everything that we're talking about and probably helped me become who I am today because of um, handing me books <laughs> and telling me that I'm not crazy and that I do need to, uh, you know, learn a little bit more about stuff. So it's really, really cool and fun. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's so neat. I love that. That, uh, But I, I don't know why we were just, I was talking to my producer before the show today and we were talking about how grandmothers are really stepping in right now. And I feel it's because of the um, feminine energy that we need for earth right now, because earth is all about, you know, everything about earth right now is healing, healing earth, healing our own souls, our own spirits, you know, so that we can be joyful again and live with this unconditional love and create heaven on earth. And that's what we're doing. So it's really cool. But I feel like the grandmothers are definitely helping us with this. It's so neat. So, um, oh, Crystal, I just love you. Yeah, your dog was amazing. Crystal's dog, I did a reading for her, and her dog was all about love. He is definitely the epitome of uh, what raspberry light is all about. And um, I'm just going to toot my own horn here because this is what she has to say. (laughs) She says, Stacy does a wonderful animal reading. My dog recently passed, and her reading has helped my grieving process. He was just beautiful. His name was Chai and just an amazing, beautiful. Uh, I wish that I would have a picture of him, but possibly, quite possibly, we'll uh, we'll get a picture of all these animals up here soon. And um, and we'll definitely send send uh, everybody, you know, the information through that. Oh, before I forget, I do want to let you know that uh, next show is going to be on animal readings again, but it's past, future, present, whatever you want. You can have them in spirit or here on earth because of Halloween. We want to uh, go ahead and celebrate other spirits. And so uh, let's go ahead and have that with our animals. Now, what we thought might be a lot of fun is to have you send in pictures of your animals in costume. Now, once again, it could be a past picture of your animal if it's already uh, transitioned to the other side. If you have a picture of it in a in a um, costume, that would be fantastic. I know my mom has a picture of her dog that I would love to show because my mom's costumes for the dogs were so funny and, um, and they loved it by the way. So if you could send those to love raspberry light at gmail.com, that would be fantastic for next week's show. I would just love to show and have all these animals on the show dressed up in their little costumes. It'd be so much fun just to, you know, have them up there so everybody can see them. Make sure you send their names because they do want their recognition. And um, and you can also send, if you'd like, send one question because I got inundated with a lot of animals last time. So let's do one question this time for your animal. And I will definitely 
definitely um, see if I can get them on the show. I would just love that, though. Thank you so much for your help with that. And even if you know of somebody else that has an animal that has pictures, they can send it in. They don't they don't have to have an animal reading if they don't want to. It's fine. Um, but we just love to see these little guys and their costumes are so funny. So funny. I have some horses that I can uh, probably get pictures of as well. So this will be a lot, a lot of fun. So Christine has continued. She said she also recently read for my dogs that have passed. It was wonderful. Highly recommended. Robin said, I see all the fairies around you. I also have fairies around me. They're like children and are so fun. They like your creative mind. Oh, thank you. I love them too. And in fact, it's really interesting not to get off topic, but I've been seeing a lot of fairies lately. So I'm wondering if there's something to that. Along, I got another bug landed on me today, scared me to death. So we're going to have to delve into this a little more for next week's show as well. But um, but I do want to do the dogs, uh, not dogs, but animals. It could be animals. It could be anything, anything at all. It could be uh, one lady said that she has a... Um, Oh, what do you call those little crabs that are in a shell? You know, just so fun, right? So I would just love that. And yes, that'd be great. Robin, definitely send me pictures. That'd be fantastic. You can send as many as you want. We want to, um, you know, definitely have these animals on the shelf. So that'd be awesome. All right. So let's move into totem animals. So um, these are animals that are so interesting. Now, for me, just a real quick, how I see totem animals and I mean the animals that are here for you, that are helping you achieve or um, become what it is that you want to become. So um, we'll explain this further as we go on. But the animals that I see, and I don't know why I'm very different than most, I, uh, I see a flying animal, I see a earth animal, and I see a bug. And I see all three of these with every single person. So, oh, yes, that's it. The hermit crab. Thank you. That's it. Definitely. Wouldn't that be funny if we could dress that little guy up <laughs> for Halloween? <laughs> That'd be so cute. Anyway, so um, so these are the beings that I see around people. Now, the animals that I see for you would be, say, the bird. The bird, you want to take on the qualities of the the um, bird or flying animal could be a dragon um, that is with you so that you can uh, achieve whatever it is that you are trying to for the, you know, the life that you are living. And the same thing with the earth animal. Once again, their, their skills, their uh, strengths, you know, their, their weaknesses even are all incorporated into what it is. Yes. Dee Dee has a toucan. Um, to help them achieve what it is that they are, you know, doing in life. And then the bug, this is so interesting. I learned about this. Uh, I don't know why, but it was really cool when I was first learning how to read. I was starting to see animal totems as well. I call them totems, but um, that are around people. And the bug has to do with the way you dress and the way you think of colors, which I just love colors. So, um, so anyway, so that's how it goes. So it's really interesting. So for my readings, that's how I read them. But this is really interesting because shamans actually believe that you have nine totem animals. And um, it's really fun because I was thinking about this today and I was wondering, hmm, I wonder how you could learn about your own totem animals, all nine of them. Now, the nine totem animals go with these different directions. So there's nine different beings that will accompany you during your entire life. Um, let's see here. So I have it written down. I want to show you. I just thought this was the coolest information ever. Um, it says, 
that there is nine. Okay, so nine. So they, so they go with all of the um, different directions. So there's north, south, west, east, above, below, within, right, right side, and left side. So you have, you know, an animal on each side of you as well. So just so that you can find the animal that you want, the north reminds us to live in gratitude, when to listen, and when to speak. The south protects your inner child. It tells you to stay humble, have discernment on who we trust and when to trust. The west promotes trust in your inner knowing and discernment around goal-oriented tasks. These are animals that are helping you that are in these these parts of your uh, nine totems. East guides you to and through your greatest spiritual challenges. Oh, mine better be powerful. (laughs) Above governs your dream state and reminds us that we came from the stars and will return to the stars. Below explains how to stay grounded and on your personal path. Within, I just love this one too, guides you on your personal path to that which makes you happy. It's the protector of your personal space or a place that we call our sacred space. Now, this sacred space um, is never accessed by anyone unless invited. I don't know about that. Right side, it would be ideal, I'm saying. That's cool. I'm just laughing at myself. Uh, Right side, protects the masculine side of the body and all characteristics that are associated with this idea. So the right side helps you with courage, fire, force, action, and doing, so moving, and then movement. The left side protects the feminine side of the body and all the characteristics that are associated with this idea. So it's flow, receiving, mothering, relationships, and being intuitive. Oh, being, just being and intuition. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. So um, so anyway, that was really interesting that they have these different totem animals that help you with this type of stuff. Now, these there's so much to give you information on this because there's spirit animals, there's totem animals. There's so much. It's really, really fun. So we're going to go ahead and delve into some other stuff. So some of these totem types that you can call on are protectors. They're there for strength, energy, warning of danger, and strategy. And if you want to call on lion, that's a great one for that. For teachers, accessing your own inner wisdom. The eagle is amazing. It's an amazing teacher. Healers are for times of mental, physical, and emotional illness. You want to call on snake. Now, snakes are really, really fun and interesting beings because they completely shed their entire body, even their eyes, which is really cool because that means that they have a whole new view on life and they've shed all of everything off of them and away from them so that they are completely regenerated. So it's transformation, which is just an amazing medicine. Advisors for choices, decisions, path, guidance, or direction when lost in life. You want to call on Fox. Now, you know, foxes are really, really good at uh, finding their way, hiding, and protecting themselves. They're amazing. Oh, here we go. So spirit is the Latin word for breath. It's a fundamental part of being alive. Um. So people are, so you can, you can say, I approach you in the spirit of kindness. So in the breath of kindness, which is really, really cool. Um, 
dreams help recognize your animals you're attracted to. So we're going to go through this. So how do you find your totem? Like, how do you know what animals that you are attracted to? So questions for animal totems would be, have you ever felt drawn to one animal or another without being able to explain why? So this might be that, say you're drawn to, um, oh, I don't even know, like a, like an otter. Like, why would you, you know, so it's really interesting. So it, it's one of those that might be one of your totem animals. Um, so does a certain kind of animal consistently appear in your life? So um, say you have, I know a dog because a dog's always in your house, but other things, you know, that might show up like a squirrel, something like that. It can be represented in many different ways. It might be like we talked about at one point, it might be an elephant, even though elephants aren't here in the United States, you know, per se, unless you go to the circus or, you know, somebody that has a pet elephant, then um, you don't really see them. So you can see them more in different ways, like clothes, sheets, pictures, cards, letters, or you might see a show on them. All this kind of stuff um, has an animal keeps showing up in your life. And that means that you are uh, thinking of them and having them uh, represent you in some way and um, being more of a totem animal, which is really cool. When you go to the zoo or wildlife park, what animal are you most interested in seeing? So um, for me, it was really fun because whenever I go to a zoo or park, I don't really like them, to be honest with you. (laughs) But I try to go anyway because a lot of the animals are there, believe it or not, to help people learn about them and their kind. And they do enjoy it immensely. And um, so I go there to see basically anything that is rare that doesn't, you know, that you don't see anywhere else, which is really a lot of fun. But um, I do have to tell you a story about this. And it was a lot of fun to see this. Uh, There was a gorilla. I was at Bush Gardens here in um, Florida. And uh, there's a gorilla because they have a really neat um, preserve for them. And this lady was taking its pictures. And this gorilla was so funny. Oh, my gosh. And I tell you, it must have been something with her and, you know, or totem for her because he was like laying on his side like this. And then he was like, you know, like this. And he was doing like all these poses. And then he was like this. It was really, really funny. And I was sitting there watching this gorilla and he was like, did you get this? Did you get this? Don't you love this? Oh, am I sexy or what? I mean, just the whole thing. He was so cute. I mean, and it was a silverback gorilla. So they're gigantic and just gorgeous. I mean, beautiful features, just an absolute beautiful being. But it was so funny. So I thought, I wonder if that's one of her totem animals. So it says, are there um, any animals that you find to be extremely frightening or intriguing? That's another way to see if, you know, it's an animal that is one of your totem animals. Is there an animal you see frequently in nature? Have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? That is something else that's very interesting. Have you ever had a reoccurring dream about a certain animal or a dream from childhood that you have never been able to forget? That's something else that's really cool because that might be an animal bringing its energy forward for you to learn more about and discern. Are you drawn to figurines or paintings of animals? The other thing that I learned, and this was so interesting. So these are like questions that you could ask yourself about this to see if any of those, uh, to to find animals that are your uh, totem animals or something that interests you. But the other thing I wanted to tell you about is it's the neatest thing I've ever done in my life. And it was a lot of fun. 
and I feel like it was the first time that I really met a um, uniform. And one of my friends was giving a, um, oh, wait, hang on a second. It says, zoos do a lot of conservation work also. Yes, you're absolutely right, Belinda, and thank you for that. They are. They're wonderful, truly wonderful. And especially nowadays, the animals are being treated so much better nowadays. It's really, really, really cool. Marcia says that bats, turtles, spiders, and cranes have been showing up lately. Wow, that's powerful. Really powerful. You should look up all of them and see what they mean to you. Um, sea turtles are so cool. Oh, gosh, yes. I actually just saw a show on sea turtles, and I love them. So Robin says, my daughter has a beautiful fluffy white dog as one of her spirit animals. In a dream, she told me, Mom, this is my dog, and he has always been around me. I said, duh. So now I have seen this dog around. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I know. I love it. It's so cute. So, um so that, that might actually be one of her dogs that she's had in a past life, like I said, because the veil is so thin right now that everything is right here, right next to us. That's why we can see things so much more clearly, and especially the little ones. Oh, my gosh. They're coming in with so many beautiful gifts and being able to really um, uh, see and feel and hear and recognize and actually interact so much better than, you know, when we were young young little lads, you know. So, um, so I want to get back to this totem animal because there's something that is really cool that I wanted to read to you. Let's see. Okay. So shamans worldwide have relied on the guidance, wisdom, and symbolism of spare animals for thousands of years. You can have one or several during your lifetime. They come in and out of our lives to help us maintain balance teach us about ourselves, and to give us guidance. You can use their characteristics or qualities to help you in your life. So say you have a lion that is really something that's in your, you know, that's a totem animal, which I know is one of my friends we talked about. I was walking with her and I told her, I said, you have a lion with you. So lions are king of the jungle. Lions teach us how to embrace our personal power and self-confidence, as well as warning us about threatening situations in our lives. We learn strength, assertiveness, and leadership. It may also be letting us know it is time to deal with anger, authority issues, fears, aggression, or control freak tendencies. (laughs) I do have to tell you, (laughs) I don't know, that sounds pretty right on. But uh, very interesting how these animals, you know, have these qualities and characteristics that can help us, you know, recognize them within ourselves and maybe heal them as well. Gosh, we're going to have to do another show on this, you guys, because there is a ton here of information. So it says people don't always take the time to assimilate what is being sent as a message. Sometimes they misunderstand the purpose of the incident or the point of the relationship and then have to repeat it again in their next life, which is very disappointing for the animal. But all beings will persevere until the end. Allowing the animal into your heart is the quickest way to learn the lesson. Let's see here. I've got lots of information. So there is one, this is what I wanted to tell you about, and this is what I was saying about the unicorns. So when you are, I had this, uh, I, was, I was with my friends, and we all did this interesting uh, walk down a path, and it was meditation. And so 
this is something that you can do yourself if you want to, or you can actually probably look it up on uh, YouTube or something and do a meditation for finding your totem animal because you do have one that travels with you throughout your entire life. And um, it's really interesting. It's uh, there. So it's, there's one main one and it is meant to be a representation of the traits and skills that you are supposed to learn, acquire and or embody. Um, they're believed with, to stay with you your entire life in spirit and or in physical form. So when we did this meditation, I was walking along this path, you know, and it was this beautiful, gorgeous day. The sky was blue. The grass was green. We were walking along a cobblestone path and I get to a bench. And when I get to this bench, I sit down. And when I sit down on this bench, I'm looking out into this area, whatever it is. And there is where your imagination comes into play and where this meditation comes in. And it asks you, what's the first animal that you see? And for me, it was the unicorn. And it's really interesting because horses have been a part of my life ever since day one. And, um, well, not day one, but day, well, the year five, because I was five when I first met my first horse. And uh, they have been such a powerful uh influence on me for everything, even my shift in my spirituality. And so I wanted to read this. Oh, here it is right here. So horse, this is what the spirit horse is, you know, what this is about for horses. So it says, giddy up and prepare for change. The horse will teach you to ride in a new direction for new journeys and adventures, maybe heading your way. Alternately, alternately, You may be looking for a renewed sense of freedom somewhere in your life. Horse medicine asks us to examine the balance between the instinctive and tame parts of ourselves. When calling on horse in your life, you embody strong personal drive, expression, vitality, and physical and inner strength. So the horse really does describe my life as far as everything goes. And it's really interesting how this is definitely my spirit animal. Now, to be honest with you, I never really thought that the horse was my spirit animal. I just thought that they were my helper, basically just helping me. But because of the unicorn and how relative and, you know, very closely related to the horse that they are and how much unicorns have changed my life. It's really interesting to see that it is, you know, quite possibly that the horse is my main, um, definitely my main guardian spirit. They are the one on top, which is if you have like a totem pole, the one on top is the main one. And um, they they are here. Let me just read this to you. It says the one on top is believed to guide you in all aspects of your life mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So for me, once again, that is definitely the horse. Now you just add a horn to it and then you got it for sure. And um, pretty amazing that that came out of this. And I learned about this actually today. But um, so totem animals are really fun to learn about and to recognize and to, um, and, and to, uh, I don't know, acknowledge, you know, if you can acknowledge them, that'd be just fantastic because once you acknowledge them, then you can embody their spirit and their ideas and whatever it is they bring to you. That's powerful medicine for your growth in this lifetime. So, um, so that's that. Now I do have one more message for you. There's an ending message and, uh, I got this through, uh, 
spirit. It says all beings have the information they need readily available to them, meaning all of us. Sitting quietly is the way to tap in as well as to meditate. We all work together as one to create a beautiful world planet. All beings are here to lend support and a helping hand in the process. Understanding that we all matter and are super important in this process is what's important. Then we can become more accepting and genuine in our demeanor. Love will blossom from this process, which is where we came from and where we will return to. So I just love that. I thought I wanted to make sure I read that for you. Remember, too, that we are only human, but we can do so much and create great things. So um, with that, I want to say thank you so much for uh, today, you guys. It's been amazing, and I'm really going to have to... (laughs) (laughs) to delve into a lot of these different subjects a little bit more uh, thoroughly in the future. We will come January. There's going to be some changes to my show for myself just because I would like to uh, have um, just more clarity on some things. But I do want to bring all of this to you so that you can learn. And um, I'm learning along with you, which is so much fun. And um, thank you again for this. And we will have the, uh, the next show will be on the animals don't forget to send in, please send in pictures of them and their little costumes to love raspberry light at gmail.com. And uh, I just, I can't wait to see those pictures and you can send in one question. If you want me to, I can, uh, you know, see what they have to say. If there's any information for you uh, from your little pets and thank you again, have a great, great, great weekend. And I will see you next Wednesday. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic perks. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.